0: Hey everybody, this is uh, Perry with DMN. I'm here with Jeff Rosenfeld, VP of Product at Music Audience Exchange. A very interesting topic today. I want um, Jeff to go ahead and take it away because this is really cool stuff. Jeff, tell me about what you guys do and we'll get more into the marketing a bit later.
1: All right, thanks Perry. So um, we pair up brands with music artists for advertising campaigns. And it's a way for emerging music artists to get their music heard. And it allows for brands to reach fans in, in an authentic way. So I mean, one thing we noticed is that, you know, music is a passion point for a lot of people. And um, we've done some studies around, around this. But um, ultimately, so the premise is that people feel really engaged with music, something that they are sort of central to their identity. So as a brand, if you can reach consumers through music, it's a really powerful way to connect with them.
0: Gotcha. So is it is like kind of an influencer marketing type of thing then?
1: So it's not exactly influencer marketing. So the way influencer marketing generally works is you've got an influencer, they have an audience. They, the influencer, let's say, references your brand and you reach that influencer's audience. What we do is we find uh, artists who's, who are likely to connect with the types of consumers a brand wants to reach. And then what we do is we create an ad campaign that features the artist. So um, it's not an ad about the product, but it's an ad that features the artist and is about them. Mm. And then what we do is we put a we put money behind a multi-channel advertising campaign, so that we're reaching uh, fans everywhere from you know radio, Pandora, Facebook, YouTube. We create custom uh, video creative, and so. Um, it kind of differs from influencer marketing in that influencer marketing is just trying to sort of organically reach um, the existing audience, whereas we're trying to get that artist heard and expand their fan base. Gotcha.
0: Okay, so can we get a little bit more into the details of how music is uh, a good a good metric for this? Um, how do you guys find like the connection between the music and the products and or not the audience, excuse me, and uh, you know just yeah why music?
1: A very data-centric approach. So, um, we have an entire sort of data science model that looks at how consumer attributes map onto taste in music. So, um, people's taste in music strongly correlates with a lot of other factors about them. So, if you think about sort of like the clothing people wear, it's sort of a signal about you know who you are and your identity. Music is sort of the same thing. So, um, what we do is we built up this database of you know, tens of thousands of of fans and um, their taste in music as well as a bunch of attributes like um, consumer behavior, their demographic attributes, their psychographic attributes like um, do they like to go out, are they introverted, that sort of thing. And so then what we're able to do is take a custom profile that a brand brings us and say, all right, here's the type of music and the types of artists that are going to correlate with um, that audience. Um, there's a couple tools that we've built. The first one is our genre matching engine, and so it takes all of that data, and it's got a um, a list of over 700 genres that we've got built up, and over 200 consumer attributes, and it spits out here are the different types of genres that might um, that might connect with that audience, and um, how they um, how they fit on a number of different dimensions. So, for example, on um, if it's a quick service restaurant company, how likely are they to eat, um, you know, uh, fast food, Um, also things like, you know, uh, on dimensions of, you know, uh, demographics and so on. So we can then, once we have a genre, we can look at what artists might be a good fit. So we have a database of over 2.4 million artists that we've cultivated, and we know all types of things about those artists. So we built out this natural language processing system that can look at the social media for each artist and get a sense for where they're from, where they have fans, um, what types of music do they play. And so then what we're able to do is then say, all right, here's the style of music that would connect with the fans that you're trying to reach, and here are the artists who would be a good pick based on, um, let's say, the region of the country that you're trying to to connect with, or let's say if it's a national campaign, who's an artist who's gonna have broad reach that's gonna allow you to uh, connect with those fans.
0: So what are some like common uh, overlaps, I guess? Like uh, do like rap fans, for instance, fit with a different segment than um, I don't know, country or pop fans?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's actually really interesting. So there's a number of different dimensions where music taste varies. And even within hip-hop, we'll have a number of different subgenres, right? And so what you're able to see is that there's essentially communities of people out there who they have a shared interest in music. And if you think about you and your friends and kind of the music that you listen to, you know, right, there's probably some overlap, and there's probably a lot of overlap in terms of where you guys are in your life, right? And so um, what we find is that there is a number of different ways that you can cut audiences and, and different genres of music, and um, and there's really interesting overlaps I mean, just throughout, it's it's really fascinating stuff.
0: Yeah. And, and as a big fan of, of rap, I'm just interested. Like uh, to hear like you know, well, just well, some of the things for that audience, I guess that you find because uh, I definitely have kind of observed that correlation myself. Where like me and my friends kind of all buy the same stuff, you know, we we like the same food, not like the exact same, obviously, but there there's a lot of interesting you know commonalities, and I just never thought to tie that to the music we listen to, you know?
1: Yeah, it, I mean, it's actually it's. Um it's a lot of fun. I, it, it's funny. Off the top of my head, you know, I don't know. Like, I can't sort of say what exactly for each sort of genre what sort of the overlaps are, um, but you know, it's 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 really strong sort of the correlations. And you know, we did this study that um, that looks at like what what does music say about you as an individual, and what do we think when we meet someone and we find out we share the same taste of music in music the, as them, like. What does that say to us about that person? And so we found that music is the number one attribute that if we share it with someone, we think that they're like us. And it beats out things like religion and politics, which is really surprising. So um, you know, it's something that is sort of, um, we see as being a real reflection of who we are and who someone else is. And so for that reason, it's a great way for brands to think about music as a way, a way to sort of connect with fans in a real genuine
0: way. Yeah, and that kind of leads right into the uh, that next point I had for you was uh and, and the reason that this became came on my radar at all your company was because of that study and how uh you know, especially right now I found it striking that you know, you can derive more from a customer se- or audience segment from the music than politics, especially with politics being such a hot button topic right now and so divisive and things like
1: that. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, I think part of it is that Um, there's been a real democratization of music, right? And so, whereas like 40, 50 years ago, there was fewer sort of genres of music, sort of fewer avenues to hear music, today there's just so many different types of music and ways to connect with with audiences that you find that there is um, a wider variety of different types of music that people listen to, which means that it's more of a personalization than it was, you know, 40, 50 years ago. So, you know, in terms of sort of politics, Right there's not that many sort of camps that people put themselves in, and so you know, especially if you're sort of around a lot of people who have similar opinions as you, right, it means less when you come across someone who has the same opinion as you. Whereas with music, because there are so many different genres of music, you know it changes over time. There's different sort of cohorts, so for example like hip hop 10 years ago right, it's a different sort of group of artists than you know hip hop today right? and so when you find someone who, who likes the same types of artists that you do right? it's a real signal that hey this person shares experiences me, with me and they have a lot in common with me in a way that isn't true for things that are um, more shared like religion and politics where there's I think fewer um, sort of maybe less dis- public discussion about them and as well as you know fewer sort of categories available for where, where people place themselves
0: yeah <clears throat> excuse me yeah because like uh, like you said like music is it's a big part of curation these days a big curation is a big part of it you know um, I me and my friends for instance we like are really big into digging for like new music and like kind of unheard stuff so yeah I'm super excited when I found somebody who knows an artist that I know a lot of people don't know and yeah yeah, it just it just it feels great, you know. Like it's definitely a different conversation than like politics, which is, you know, and at least in New York, we are a lot of people were kind of more liberal minded, so it's kind of like expected in in a way that you would be lame one way or the other. But music is just way different. Way different.
1: And that experience that you just talked about where you like you and your friends like find an artist early and it's like something that you share. Mm-hmm. And that's actually sort of the, the premise behind what we're doing cuz we're helping these emerging music artists, right? We're helping them gain that audience where people are discovering those artists for the first time and it's the brand that's ultimately responsible for bringing that artist to that, to that fan's attention, right? And so the brand doesn't become sort of something that gets in the way of your connection with music, it's what's facilitating it. And so um, we've seen really high engagement rates with our campaigns because it's really all of those fans discovering potentially their favorite artists for the first time and it's the brand is responsible.
0: Very cool, man. Very, very cool stuff. Uh, some of the coolest stuff I've heard uh, in a long time, actually. Uh, Thanks. Well, Jeff, um, I think that'll do it for me, man. Um, guys, you know where to where to find them. Music, it musicaudienceexchange.com. I'm guessing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, look into that. And uh, yeah, just as a marketer, it's probably worth looking at music as a you know an attribute at this point because yeah, there's a lot of personalization there. I think this is really interesting. I'm a huge fan of music, so yeah. Uh, Thanks again, Jeff. Really appreciate it. All right, thank you.